What's up, listeners? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of The Shutout. This is my podcast with me, Ashwin Surdin, and my co-host, Kurt. Kurt, hey. how's it going? What's going on, man? It's going great. Glad to be back. Ready for Season 2? <laughs> as ready as I could be. Okay. That sounds ominous. <laughs> so, uh, how you feeling, man? Do you feel... Uh, did you, did you miss the World Cup yet? Did you miss anything World Cup related? Um, I definitely missed the World Cup. However, um, you know, our social media accounts have been keeping me busy, um, especially the Instagram and watching everything you're posting on Twitter. That's a lot of fun. And just trying to follow all the leagues and understanding what it all means. It's very different than American sports and uh, sports leagues. So, um, you know, can't wait to for you to explain how that all works. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to do a deep dive this episode into all the leagues and the cups and how the format of uh, especially European football Mm -hmm. um, is structured. So yeah, if you want to find out more as, you know, in between episodes, like Kurt said, follow us on Instagram at the shutout pod, follow us on Twitter for some links and stories that you like also at, the shutout pod. That's how you can keep up with us in between episodes. All right. So yeah, let's get into it. You know, the title of this episode is uh, what the hell is a super cup? Yeah. What is a super cup? Right. So why are there so many of them? Exactly. Exactly. So the super cup is, I think it's basically, I think it's a unique soccer structure because I think it's, um, it's been created out of the whole that soccer has dug themselves in and which they now like, which is the, you know, the, how many formats that they have. So let's take a look at a particular country whose league is popular. So let's take a look at, for instance, Spain. So the top league in Spain is called La Liga or uh, the Primera División, the first division, right? Now mm-hmm. that in itself also gives you a hint of the overall structure. I said their top league, first division. That means there's a lower level and then there's a second division, right? Then there's also a third division. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that teams can basically advance from lower levels to the first division. That's right? a completely foreign concept to me. <laughs> exactly. So that's the promotion concept that European leagues have. So the top two, the top three teams, I would say, um, in the second division advance to the first division, right? Mm-hmm. But the bottom three teams of the first division get relegated, meaning they get sent back to the lower level. And so, that means the next season they would have to compete with teams of a lower level. So let me ask you really quick. So if you're in the top league, you get relegated to the uh, next tier. Is it possible yes. for you to even fall further if your performance continues to yes. be poor? Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that has actually happened with a few teams from La Liga. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mallorca got uh, sent back to the third division. That is a very, very European concept of promotion and relegation, right? And that's the league format. Now, how is the standing determined in a league? Do you know about that? No, I, I don't know. 
I'm, I, All right. I don't know anything. What I do know is I saw Real Madrid and I think it's Atletico Madrid played for the right. Super Cup. And right. I didn't understand what that was or what it meant. Right. Exactly. So how do you even get to play in a Super Cup, right? Yeah. That's the question. Right. Yeah. So, okay, we'll get into that. So first things first, how do you determine your rankings in a league? Um, you know, who gets to be champions? Who gets to go to Europe? Who gets sent to the second division um, or the lower level onwards, right? right? So that's determined as follows. When you win a game, you're given three points. When okay. you lose a game, you're given zero points. Okay. And when you draw, you're given one point. Uh, okay. That's similar to the group play for the World Cup? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Right. So, yeah, so that's how champions get determined, how losers um, get sent to the bottom level. Whoever has the most points is the champion, of course, and then the rankings are further uh, determined by the, the amount of points that you have. Now, if the points are the same, mm -hmm. that um, ranking then gets determined individually by the league. So the league can decide how they want to uh, rank the teams. So, for instance, in Spain, let's say second and third both have 50 points. Mm -hmm. Then whoever is second, it's uh, it's determined between the head-to-head -head results. So team A versus team B, mm -hmm. uh, whoever had the most points between the two games that they've right. played, right. they're ranked higher. Got it. That's Spain. In England, or for instance, in the Premier League, mm -hmm. that ranking is determined by goal difference. So uh, how many okay. goals have you scored more than you've conceded? Got so it. every league has their own little um, intricacies. But... Um, I chose Spain to do, just explain this because they have the most regular um, uh, leagues and uh, cups. So they have a league, as we just talked about. But then they also have a cup competition, right? And in, in Spain, it's called uh, the King's Cup, or in Spanish, uh, Copa del Rey. So hold on a right? second. Um, I, I'm replaying some of the stuff that you've said. So at the end of the season, you win a league if you have the most points. There's no playoff structure? No, not for the league. Wow. Okay. But right. but but there is a there is a, a hitch though. For the champion, there's never a playoff structure. But to advance mm -hmm. to the first division, the um I think the fourth and fifth place teams in the second division, I have I would have to check. But there is a concept of a playoff. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're not in the automatic spots, what they call like you know, boom, you're number one in the second division. Good job, you get promoted. Um, I think if you're fourth or something, you get to play a playoff with the fifth or third team, and that determines who gets the promotion spot. Got but it. playoffs do not exist in the first divisions across Europe. Really? So it's purely by points. Yes. Wow. Very right. interesting. So, so there's right. never so a championship game, so to speak. Exactly. But, oh. the you know, sometimes there could be a quirk of the fixture where the top two teams at the end of the season, mm -hmm. the last game of the season could be the top two teams and they'll determine the, who wins the championship. It happened in actually in 2014. Wow. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like they're, they're missing out on an opportunity. Well, yes. Yeah, so it's a whole new concept to wrap our heads around. You know, this league format, what does it do? Um, how do teams condition themselves? How do they prepare? It just changes everything. It's yeah. so different. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, what? So okay, so I, I guess back to the King's Cup. 
right. So a cup competition. So every country has a cup competition, right? Mm-hmm. That's basically a competition that's in a knockout format. That's kind of so it's that's in a playoff format. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Spain, um, but here's the difference though. The teams that participate in this cup competition are mixed. So you have first division teams playing against second division teams, or sometimes you have Cinderella stories where there's teams from like the third division. They can mm-hmm. go further. But, um, you know, that's, this is where the divisions are mixed. And then the how teams play in. How would they determine who gets to participate from right. first and second so, division? So what they do is they have like preliminary rounds where the lower level teams kind of duke it out. Right. And, and then the first division teams come in in the round of 16, I believe. Okay. Okay. Right. So I don't know. You might kind of, it's, you kind of, you kind of say it's maybe unfair or not, but this is how they, this is how they, um, this is how they've structured it. Right. Right. So that's the cup competition. So this is a chance for a lower uh, level team, you know, some, maybe a team that doesn't have the resources to duke it out over 38 games in a league to win the championship, mm-hmm. but they might have enough to do well in a playoff format where they play home and away against the team and then uh, win a trophy at the end of it. Okay. Interesting. That sounds almost like um like the uh what is it called the NCAA tournament basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you'll have brackets and you know teams will watch the draw and see who they get. Right. And for instance, it's great for a smaller team uh, or for a uh, not as popular team to get uh, a bigger team. So for instance, Last year, there was a, a matchup between Real Madrid and a, another team from Madrid, but much smaller, called Leganes. Mm-hmm. Um, Leganes also plays in the first division now, but for years, they have competed in the second division only. So now, they were recently promoted. Nice. They got Exactly. Exactly. And I think last year was their first season, and they were able to stay up. So that's great for them. But in the King's Cup, they had drawn Real Madrid, and... Mm-hmm there was like a Twitter video of them watching and draw and they were just, they just went crazy because, <laughs> you know, they had a chance to go to Madrid uh, or to play in Real Madrid stadium. And uh, what happened was they actually upset them. So they, they beat knocked out Real, Real Madrid? Madrid. Yep. Over really? two legs. They wow. beat Real Madrid. Knocked them out. That's pretty funny. Knocked they them knocked the out. The, uh, yep. that, that, that was, uh, you said last year? Uh, yes. That was uh, the season just completed. The, King's oh, Cup, gotcha, the, gotcha. And the season just completely had a 2017-18 season. So who won that King's Cup? Barcelona eventually. Barcelona, it. Barcelona of course. If yeah. it's not Real Barcelona. Madrid, it's Barcelona. In Spain, it, yes, it is, usually. But for um, years, you know, we have... For years, I, I, I had never heard of another league besides those three. Right. Obviously, I don't follow it, but... Right, but now you've also been noticing Atletico Madrid, right? They've been kind of coming yes. up in there. So, yeah. Um, Valencia is also uh, really, it's also a contender. They've, they've won the league a few times yeah. too. So, yeah. So, that's the cup competition, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the Super Cup. This is where the Super Cup comes in. So, the Super mm-hmm. Cup is basically a preseason um, uh, game where the winner of the league plays against the winner of the cup competition the winner of the league so the winner of the the king's cup plays the winner of la liga exactly but here's the thing right 
Um, the winner of La Liga and the winner of the Kings Cup last season was Barcelona. Oh, so why did Real Madrid play? Oh, wait, did, is that the one where Real Madrid? Played, no, no, uh, that that was the European Madrid? Super Cup. So we'll get to that. So, oh, yeah. oh, it's a different Super yeah, Cup. Yeah, so that oh, was no. the that was a whole <laughs> that was a whole continental wide Super Cup. But but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Go right. On. So what happened in in Spain was so Barcelona won both the championship and the Kings Cup, and. Mm. So oh. Barcelona, basically, so then they, who their competitor then was the loser of the Kings Cup. Uh, so they, they kind of replayed. They the, can't play themselves. They so. can't play their B team, no. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see that. I think, yeah. There was once a time where um, Barcelona's B team, because every, like most major teams, they have their secondary team, which is mostly their younger players, and they compete in a lower mm-hmm. level. So Barcelona's B team was so good one season. And they were playing in the second division, and um, they were going to get promoted. But you can't have two teams, uh, two of the same teams, playing in one division. So Barcelona B had to give up their spot. So, uh, wow, that's something. Yeah. So this whole format—it's so alien to you know an American sports viewer, American sports follower. Mm-hmm. The promotion relegation. Yeah. Um, you know, because you have promotion relegation, now you have the chance for teams to mix divisions. They play a, a cup playoff competition. And then in a the preseason, you'll have the Super Cup. You'll be the super champion. It really doesn't mean anything. It's just a preseason game. But you get a trophy out of it. Right. So Barcelona won the Spanish so, Super Cup this season, right? So so out of all these cups and these championships... Right. Which ones mean like in La Liga? Which one really means the La most? La Liga, the, the championship teams. as well. Okay, right? because um, it's twenty teams. It's mm-hmm. um, it starts in August, ends in May. It's thirty-eight games. It's um, you know, it's long, very long. Right, and it's all based on points. Obviously. Exactly, exactly. So basically, whoever's the most consistent will definitely win it. You know? And most recently, Barcelona won that. Yeah. Where did where did Real Madrid fall? Uh, they were third place. Last season, really? they were behind oh, Atletico Madrid. Yeah, that, that was a bad season for them. They were behind Atletico Madrid. So let's get into the the European competitions, right? So how do you get into the European competition? So how do you get into the top uh, soccer competition in the world, which is the Champions League, right? How do you get into it? So first of all, Champions League. Exactly. We, Sorry, we're going to play the Champions League anthem in here. Maybe a snippet. <laughs> um, although I've never dealt with European lawyers before, so GDPR. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so first of all, if you're a champion in your country, you automatically qualify for the Champions League. Okay. Right. And now, most major leagues, um, the second and third position. So if you're uh, playing Spain, Italy, or England, I think Germany as well, your number two and three teams um, get into the Champions League as well. So, oh, right. Okay. And this is very fluid. So it changes on like a, I would say a three or four year basis. So based on how well your, your country's teams are doing in the Champions League, that's how many more, mm-hmm. um, how more automatic spots you'll get. Right. So Spain has okay. been doing really well because Real Madrid's won it like four or five times before that was Barcelona. Atletico Madrid's been reaching mm-hmm. finals. So Spain is in a really strong position. Um, England has been sending teams that are, you know, reaching the quarterfinals, semifinals, so they're strong. Um, 
Italy, they've only been able to send Juventus. Germany haven't been able to send a lot of teams to the latter stages of the competition. So I think they're only given two automatic spots. But I would have to check. But, you know, bottom line is, so if your league is good, if your teams are doing well in the Champions League, they'll be guaranteed, your, your league will be guaranteed more automatic spots. Now, mm-hmm. um, in some leagues, right, um, if, even if you finish as low as fourth, you are able to gain access to the Champions League by playing um, the uh, qualifiers for the Champions League. Okay. Right? So a qualifier is basically uh, you're playing with either uh, the champion of a very low-ranked country like um, Belarus or um, Luxembourg, for instance, um, or you play against um, like um, second or third place from like a bigger country as well. Right, so you kind of duke it up. Okay. So there's automatic spots, and then there's qualification spots available for the Champions League. Champions League has anyone ever has anyone ever won from a qualification spot? Won from a yes, yes, it happened, but it's usually from the third uh, qualification round that teams have been able to win it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But a second qualification round, because Champions League qualification starts super early because there's just so many damn teams in Europe, you know. So it starts super early. I think they start in July. Um, but yeah, so for somebody to start in July and go very far in the competition, it's, uh, it's unheard of. It's just too hard. So have the automatic bids already been decided from the past season for this yeah, season? Yeah, Is that yeah. Yeah, so works? that's already been decided. And I think the Champions League okay. finished their qualification uh, this week. So we already know the teams that will be playing, but they just haven't been drawn into the groups yet. Okay, so it's Champions League. So the way it starts is there's 32 teams in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then there's eight groups mm-hmm. of four, and okay. everybody plays twice against each other in their own group. So Right, similar to the World exactly. Cup. Exactly, right? and then you also get points similar to the World Cup, right? Got so it. that takes place in the first half of the season until December. Second half of the Champions okay. League starts in February, and that is a playoff round where you play home and away against um, you know, your, your opposition. So the, how many people would be in the play? So 16. So it basically gets halved. 32, 16, so 8, 4. It. It's exactly like the World Cup. But only the difference is in the playoffs, you play home and away. Now, okay. how do you advance to the next round in the playoffs? It's determined by the aggregate number of goals. Really? Yes. They're going based off goal differential. Yes. Exactly. So let's say you won the first leg 2-0. And you lost the second yeah. leg one zero. Your goal differential is two to one. You go for, um, ahead. Okay. Now, okay. This is where it gets tricky wow. and kind of controversial still to this day. How do you um, determine if uh, the teams that go ahead if the score is tied two 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 two? How do you? Yeah, exactly. Or like, let's say the overall score is four to four, right? Uh-huh. The the winner gets determined by who has scored the most away goals. Who has who has scored the most away goals? Right, away goal rule. That. So let's. All right. Here's a here's a here's a scenario. Right. I gotta tell you, this seems this seems like someone completely over engineered <laughs> this tournament. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh huh. I know. It's very controversial. This is still people. People hate the away goal rules. 
Some people love the away goal rules, but I think there's more haters. As with anything that's controversial, there's always more haters than love. Else they wouldn't be controversial. So let's take an example, right? right? Like I'm, uh, I'm Real Madrid. I go to Manchester City, right? Mm-hmm. I lose that game in Manchester City Stadium, three to one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, if you're Manchester City, you... so they have three and okay. right. I'm Real Madrid. I, yeah. I was, I scored one goal, but Manchester City's scored three goals, three. Right? right? Manchester City's thinking, "Ooh, man." What they're thinking is not that they scored three goals. They're thinking. Damn it, we allowed one goal because it's hard. Because what's going to happen next is Real Madrid is going to go home and score two goals and concede nothing, and Real Madrid will go ahead. Wow. That's see, that definitely seems. It's controversial, right? You can okay. see where the controversy comes from, right? Oh, easily. Easily. <laughs> it doesn't. Who came up with it? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what is the logic and the reasoning behind that? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, yeah. So people are, are, the way they try to explain it or UEFA does is, um, you know, it's harder for you to score away from home. And so mm-hmm. goals in, a, in, a, in case of a tie, it should count more. But is this, is this, this almost sounds like they didn't want to play one game. They didn't want to play three games. Right. So they played two games right. and then try to come up with a way to figure out who's superior. Right. So you, because you know, you can't just play one game because money and <laughs> you can't play three games because it's fixture overload. So right. yes, that's a very good way of looking at it. So who came up with this? I, I'm not really sure, but I'm, I'm thinking it might've been UEFA because they been doing the champions league since 1955. So yeah, away goals. Um, so people, you know, they said if you score away from home, it's harder. But what has happened had yeah. is that you know teams in the first game they just sit back, they 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 try and defend more, so they don't they don't try and attack as much as they would usually do. Right. right. So not I mean that past season in the Champions League was crazy because teams were just scoring like so much, but historically that's what's been happening. So the first game is usually like uh, it's um you know it's more defensive. Right, be- right. They want to protect their, exactly. They want to protect the ability of the other team right. to get points on them, right? Because they're, the other team is away, right? Okay. Right. So away goals, away goal rule. Now, if let's say everything is tied, even the, the away goals are the same. Let's say um, the first game finishes two two, the second game finishes two two, right? So what happens then is mm-hmm. that the second game then goes into overtime. So thirty minutes. And if still tied, penalty kicks, just like the World Cup. Got it. Got it. So if... Uh, okay, yeah. I understand. So that's what happened last season, um, how Barcelona got knocked out. They uh, knocked, They got knocked out in the quarterfinals against Ayas Roma from Italy. So the first game mm-hmm. for Barcelona in Spain finished 4-1. Uh, Roma was able to score one goal, and then the second game in Italy, in Rome, finished three nothing to Rome. So Rome was able to advance, or Roma. So, Roma. so it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow, that's quite interesting. Actually. So, what do you what do you think about that? Would you ever, would you ever see this happening in American sports? <laughs> um, 
No, <laughs> this no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't really know how the MLS uh, MLS works, but I, I would assume MLS works more. Um, MLS it works similar to the other yeah. Major, so MLS is um, more like the NBA. So you have a league format, and uh, then yeah. they do playoffs. Um, and I think their extra times. I don't know if they do away goals. I think they would go into penalties. I have to double check, or we would have to double check for you listeners. But. Um, they definitely don't have a promotion relegation system, and uh, you know because I know, yeah, they're fixed. Yeah, they're, but I, I can see why their league is still so young. Um, there are second mm-hmm. tiers of uh, U.S. soccer. I think it's the USL mm-hmm. or NASL. That's the second tier, but there is no uh, ability yet for teams to advance. But you know, maybe in the future when MLS is kind of like more stable, because um, you know they're still adding teams every season. Right. I, well, speaking of which, did you see the the um... The logo for the new um, Miami. Oh team. no! Let's uh, let me let me check it out. I was looking forward to it. Let's let's do a live reaction. Let's, uh... <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Which wait? Is it? Are you sure you're looking at the right one? Because oh, I just saw a bunch of stuff pop wait, up. Wait, this is this is my. It says International Club de Football. Oh okay. I guess that's not wait, it. Hold on. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Here. I'm going to send you the link. Yes, please, because I need to find an official. I think what I saw was in the right one. One moment, listeners. <laughs> All right, here's the link. You have to scroll down. Okay. Internacional Club de Football. Okay, let's see. Potential logo that David Becker may have picked. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, is that a is that a positive or? <laughs> okay. All right, so let's subscribe for the listeners here. We're gonna put this in the show notes. Um, so the logo's round, and it's pink because of the flamingos. Okay. Yes. Now, usually that would have been enough, but there's actual damn flamingos in the logo. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but then I looked at other, um, you know, logos for other soccer teams, and I realized I don't really like logos for soccer teams. Right. It's a, it, there's a lot going on in, in, in logos for soccer teams. There's a lot going on. We could do a yeah. whole episode. You know what? We're gonna do a whole episode because there's so much history <laughs> in those in those badges. You know, and that's how. Yeah. So let's write this down. Um, wow. And wow, they, they even have um, the, the year that they're going to be established, 2020. That's uh, a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Logo. MMXX. Yes, MMXX. <laughs> this is a very special edition of uh, M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, well, you know, I'm happy that the team is in Miami, at least. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's super cool. I'm excited about that. All right. Okay, so yeah. All right, so uh, back to the um, Champions League. Um, mm-hmm. So away goals rule, and then you know teams advance all the way to the final. That's one game, and that's in a uh, neutral venue. Well, not neutral because you know sometimes a team from the same stadium from that that stadium could actually be advancing all the way, but it's picked beforehand. Okay. okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So that team is the Champions League winner, but. Just like how every country has a second tier of um, uh, 
soccer teams, so does Europe. Now, if you don't finish in the Champions League spots in your country, you get the permission to play in what is called the Europa League. The permission. (laughs) Yeah, you know, (laughs) exactly. You get, uh, you know, you're able to play. You're able to compete in the Europa League, which is the second division of European Mm -hmm. soccer, of European continental soccer. So, yeah. So that actually has a whole lot more teams. That actually starts with 64 teams. Oh, indeed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm guessing they also have a, uh, an away goals. Exactly. Rule. They have all the same rules. Okay. Um, so they start. Is, is it all managed by UEFA? Yes. It's all managed by UEFA. Okay. And these happen Got in it. midweek. So another difference between the European um, games and uh, countries' games is that the countries' games usually happen over the weekend. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, there's about two or three times in the season that they will play midweek. But European soccer games are always in the midweek, except for the final, which is uh, for the Champions League final, which is on a Saturday. So hold on. So um, like Premier League might play on a Friday, like a Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Exactly. Even Monday. Okay. And then Champions, Champions League would be Tuesday, like- Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, that could be a quick turnaround for a team. Absolutely. So it gets very hard. It's very, very hard, um, you know, for a team to compete in both. And that's why only the big teams can do it because they have all the resources. So uh, two seasons ago in 2017, or last season, last year, Real Madrid won both their Spanish league and the Champions League. So it's a a very impressive feat. And, uh, you know, a couple of teams have done it, so... It's uh, very, very hard. But here's where we get to the European Super, Super Cup that we saw a couple of weeks ago between Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. So Real Madrid won the Champions League against Liverpool and um, mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid won the Europa League against uh, Olympique de Marseille from France. So they were able to play. They had the permission to play in the European Super Cup. <laughs> And then, and that's the one where Diego Costa yeah, Diego Costa just bulldozed within the opening. Yeah, game. he just bulldozed. Yeah, that was impressive. That was very impressive. And um, so, yeah, listeners, yeah. that's how we come full circle to uh, what the hell a Super Cup is. Wow, that was a lot. There was a lot of information in there. Um, there's so much I'm going to have to ask you about again. Right. All right. So let's try this. Um, <laughs> Ask me what you don't understand right now. Let's see if we can uh, see how much you've retained. So ask me. Okay. So, all right. So let me think about this. So Atletico Madrid, they were not one of the top. How many teams from La Liga? Oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention one thing. How did Atletico Madrid Mm -hmm. end up competing in the Europa League when they finished in the Champions League spots? (sighs) I forgot to mention this. If you, okay. in your group, right, in your Champions League group, so the top two teams mm-hmm. advance to the round of 16, right, in the Champions League. Okay. But if you finish in the third spot, you go to the Europa League, uh, I think round of 16 or 32 or whatever. So that's another quirk. So you can start out in the Champions exactly. League and end up in the Europa Exactly. League. And that's what happened to Atletico Madrid. Got right. it. Very interesting. Yes. 
So then here's the other question. How many times does the champion from the Europa League actually win the Super Cup? Because the Champions League is the superior league, Correct. so to speak. Correct. So I would assume that that doesn't happen very often. But, you know, sports. Exactly. So that's a very good question. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. You are right. It does not happen very often. So that's why it was very impressive that Atletico Madrid, even though it was a preseason um, uh, game, it was still very impressive that they were able mm-hmm. to uh, beat Real Madrid. At least nice. I think All so. All right, so that's... Yeah. Well, you know, there was... Uh, there might have been a person missing here or there. Yeah. <laughs> might have not scored today. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say, by the way, uh, it, it's just... It's classic sports story, right? Um, all the hype. Um, and then, you know, the person who's been hyped just doesn't score the first few times or right. doesn't necessarily live up initially to the hype. Right. It, it's, it's classic right. sports. Right. Or what happens is um, all the pressure. they blow up the first couple of times and then they just peter out. Yes, that's also that's that's also yeah. classic. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm sure once, he, once he's able to get that first score... It'll, everything will start oh, going. definitely, definitely. And you know what's so weird is, um, so you might not have realized this, but he, he always used to play in long oh. sleeve shirts. But ever since right. he moved to Juventus, oh. he's only playing in short sleeve shirts. I've seen this. I've seen, oh, we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, by the way. I realized. We yeah, we didn't say we, we were trying to stretch it out as long as possible and, and hope people would just, you know, come onto the train. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw mention of that, and then I went back and looked at pictures, and I said, "Oh, that's interesting. very interesting." But here's my theory on that. Right. My theory is that the Italians are so fashion forward that there's there's no way they're ever going to make long sleeves in the middle of August. Maybe I guess so. So at some point, will they start playing? In that was a sleeves? joke. I don't know what the temperature is. That was a joke. In, in, that was a <laughs> terrible, terrible, oh. terrible joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I have I have wow. a reason why, but you know maybe he doesn't want to play in those long sleeves anymore, even though it's because uh... I remember even like in the Spanish Super Cup in 2017, yeah. Ronaldo uh, he came on against Barcelona, um, and he was playing in long sleeves, and it was like um, it was August, dude. So... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I I would assume. I don't anyway, know. So... Maybe he'll maybe he'll make the change. Who knows? Maybe. That was very interesting. Yeah. I did see that pop up, so it's funny that you mentioned that. So hopefully we've explained to our listeners um, what the hell a Super Cup is. But Yes, you've definitely explained to me, and I appreciate that. Um, And it certainly, um, you know, answers some of the questions I had and paints a better picture of what was going on. you know, in that game between Real Madrid and, and Atletico Madrid and why and how they all got there. Right. Well, as we go through this season, we'll uh, definitely be, you know, looking at the format and what it's doing to all the teams in the leagues. So we'll have a chance to review it as we talk about them. Okay. All right. So speaking of um, as we go through the season, so let's talk about our plans for season two. So... What we wanted to do this season is give you something that's never, ever been done before on any podcast. <laughs> well, any podcast that <laughs> at least we listen to. 
is um, <laughs> we are not going to do, we are not a story of the week podcast. We don't recap the leagues. We're not, um, you know, we're not like a sports center. So we're going to give you, um, we will do a, an overview of all the top teams in the major leagues, how they're doing, and also the surprising teams in the major leagues and, you know, why they're surprising. Uh, we're going to be looking at teams during the international break when the countries get together, when the players leave their clubs and go play for their countries, because there's something um, very interesting happening, at least in UEFA this season. And also, we're gonna we're gonna be looking at some other um, entertainment formats uh, that the teams are now trying to use, uh, which is the, um, the streaming platforms and teams putting out their own documentaries on streaming platforms. So we're uh, definitely going to be doing a deep dive into Amazon's new Manchester City documentary. We'll be we'll be um, looking at an episode and then seeing what we've learned and what uh, what insights we've gained, and we're gonna compare it to. Uh, yes. Docs from the NFL and the NBA. Go ahead. Oh, quick question. Sorry, is the Manchester City documentary um, during their uh, their championship season? Yes, it was during the last uh, championship season. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Well, actually, it covered all the competitions in England that they played in. Oh, yeah, okay. so it was very cool. yeah, so very deep dive into it, and uh, we're also be looking at the one that Netflix did for um, Juventus. So this is very interesting to me because as a, um, you know, as a follower of, of uh, soccer and as a fan of the American sports like the NBA and the NFL, I've always been jealous that uh, soccer doesn't have as much uh, you know, cinematic and in-depth documentaries or films uh, that follow these teams. So I was very happy to see them and um, it's going to be great discussing them here on the, the shutout. Absolutely. I look forward to uh, checking these out. All righty. So anything else, Kurt, you wanted to discuss before we sign off? Um, no, not really. Well, I, I wanted to ask you if you saw, um, you know, what, what have you seen so far, um, you know, with the beginning of the season uh, that stands out, that impressed you, anything like that that you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, so for this, for this season, I think it's a Manchester City documentary. I've definitely been more interested in the Premier League. So I know it's already the most famous mm-hmm. league in the world, but I was always a you know La Liga fanboy. So right. I've uh, been paying more attention to the Premier League. Uh, been impressed with uh, City, uh, Liverpool. Liverpool's doing really well. Um, Arsenal's got a new coach, so that hasn't gone off really well for them. <laughs> right. So and uh, Tottenham, Tottenham. Uh, you know we were all looking forward to seeing the new stadium, but it still hasn't materialized yet. But uh, and yeah, uh, all the jokes right, that. and Manchester United they just imploded so because their coach is a grumpy McGrump grump. Yeah, I was just reading. You know, you're you're a Real Madrid fan. I was just reading something that Mbappe could end up right at at Real Madrid, and he's looked great at the beginning. Yeah, of the he's looked fantastic. So yeah, I think because um, yeah. Paris might have over might have spent money that they that they didn't um, account for in their budget, or that they're not that's not part of the regular. Um, budget so they might get in trouble with what um, they call financial fair play meaning you only spend what you have so they right. could get into trouble for that but um yeah i'm not really sure that's going to happen this season yeah. mbappe might move but okay. he might probably move next season i think real Madrid's done for this season Got it. Uh, okay. like a close-up shop oh. it's gonna be a year of transition for them got it i guess that makes sense well, that brings me to um, something that hopefully we can discuss on another podcast. But 
I would love to understand these fair play rules and how they, um, because it seems like at least from my research and just scouring the internet that a lot of the same teams for the different leagues end up winning often and frequently. Um, and just how that happens right. is it because that team has more money than everyone else. Yes. And how do they you know, get so more money? Right. That would be a great, yeah, yeah, that would be a great topic to discuss. Absolutely. Um, in the future. Yeah, we kind of, I like think, salary caps I remember that. we Dutch touched on this a little bit in our first season, Maybe. but not not as much as we should have, or as we, you know, yeah. because it was more of a World Cup after, episode rather than a league episode, so. Yeah, yeah, and after sort of following it a little more over the last month or so, um, yeah, I've definitely had more questions. Absolutely. All right, that sounds good, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. I'm glad we're back. Absolutely. All right, guys. I hope you guys are back with us. Again, if you want to follow us in between episodes, find us on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle. It's at the shutout pod. All right. So search for us as well on your favorite podcast players. If you just stumbled upon us on iTunes and you want to listen to Spotify, since that's what you use, just search for the shutout and you'll definitely find us there. The same on Google. Um and um, podcast app or whatever podcast app of choice that you have. Um, definitely also rate and subscribe to us on iTunes because that's definitely how uh, people find us. So help people find us, help us grow, rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. So this has been the first episode of season two of The Shutout. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.